Praise. The scripture reading. First um, Peter 3:15 to 16. But in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, so I'm back again. Yep. Uh, so I'm doing a Bible study with some, some people, right? And du- during one of those sessions, we stumbled upon this verse and then reflected. Also, one of them asked me, what if somebody asks you, who is your God? What will you say to them? I was stunned. And I thought to myself, wow, that is a good question. How would I introduce God to someone through my own words? So I asked God, Lord, how do you want me to introduce, how do you want me to get introduced by me? And after many, many years of thinking and praying, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> after, after pondering in that verse and praying, God talked to me. And I was enlightened to have this, this answer ready in my heart as in first that's the verse in First Peter says. So I have a four-point explanation for this. So first, my God is a forgiver. I am a sinner, and I am not proud of that. I've had lots of experiences where I tried to test God's ability and did things that aren't in His will. And yep, you guessed that right. I crumbled. I was broken. I was lost. My plans led me to dead ends. I was so weak, so I wavered and asked God for help, and the amazing thing is He did. He led me to meeting Roy Mislang and his beautiful family, Ofi, Mika, AJ, and Raf, and they then invited me to KUC, which uh, I met wonderful people, and those people led me back to God as well. And I started leaning on God more, I asked for forgiveness, and repented. And the best part is, he made me feel love, and he still makes me feel love up to this moment. That's when I knew that despite of all the stupid stuff that I did before, he'll always be there for me, and he will always be there for us. Second, my God is a chain breaker. We are creatures of routine, so we do things over and over and over again. And when we sin, we commit sins over and over and over again as well. And that is what we call bondage or chains. You know, I've had these chains of sins holding me down, leading me to dis- disobey God over and over and over again. It's hard. You know, one night I was so hopeless, so I asked God, Lord, oh, please help me overcome this sin. And then I slept. And the next morning, guess what? I still struggled with that sin. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> So, and then God made me remember that this, this Latin phrase that we always say in law school, that whenever we have this upcoming test or up, upcoming recitation coming up, this Latin phrase says, ora et labora, which means prayer and work. You know, overcoming sin isn't easy. It takes hard work. And with God, it is possible. So, for when we are at our weakest, that's when God makes us our strongest. And now I am just grateful that he has helped me break 
that chain and over, overcome that sin. And third, my God is love. After falling down, getting picked back up many times, and helping me break the chains of sin, God is always at work to make me feel love. He put amazing people around me who are so great at understanding and loving me. And he put me in the best situation possible at my workplace and also at church, where he also led me to wonderful opportunities to serve him in any way that I could. And of course, the people that I work with are so dear to serve with, from the tech team, the Sunday school teachers, the worship leaders, and of course, the pastor that we have here, Pastor Claudia and Tabuchi Sensei as well. And that is just amazing. We, we just, God just makes a lot of possible things for us. And last, the fourth one, my God is a father, which is funny because I have never seen my biological father growing up. And, you know, he wasn't even with us to begin with. But God blessed me with a lot of father figures in my life, from my grandparents to my uncles to my stepdad to friends. And, you know, of course, I have, of course, especially my mom, who, who did a fantastic job of feeding a family in the Philippines. And like any other father figure, you know, God wants us to become a better person and to be a more responsible individual. So he will put these challenges and trials ahead of us to push us to become better and to prepare us for a lot more blessings that are coming our way. And like any other father, you know, he will hold us accountable with our actions and he will punish us when we don't act accordingly. So he doesn't punish us. Uh, he punishes us not because he hates us, but he just loves us so much that he wants us to become better. You know, like, like in the movie Spider-Man, when Uncle Ben told Peter Parker that with great power comes great responsibilities, I like to change that a bit to with overflowing blessings come wonderful responsibilities. And our relationship with God is an amazing journey. You know, it will have ups and downs, and I just pray that when we come into a halt or when we come into a bump, we just continue to seek through Him and push more. For this journey with God, for my journey with God, is the best thing that ever happened in my life, and it's just a breakthrough for me. And I am just happy to share that with you. I would like to end this, this, end this testimony with, with this song that I heard like yesterday. It says that I am just a nobody who wants to tell everybody about somebody who saved my life. Thank you. The second scripture reading is from Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Mabuhay. Greetings from the Philippines. It is an honor to be here. And thank you very much, especially for Pastor Claudia. She is such a wonderful woman of God. I'm very much thankful of knowing you and this whole church. My name is Divina Kilay. Just call me Divine. I'm married and I have four kids. It's a great privilege to give me a chance to share my testimony 
with you today. And I hope that this will be the beginning of being part of this church as a member in the future. I was raised and grew up in a Christian family in a mountainous village that belongs to an Ilungot Bugalo tribe that used to headhunting, human headhunting, in the northern part of the Philippines. That's another story. In the past, my Christian life was to bring my Bible in the church, to um, participate in some church activities, and pray before meals. That's all. No more, no less. Until the day I began a family, as a young couple, every day was like a honeymoon to us. Full of dreams and so much opportunity. But our thoughts are not God's thoughts and our ways are not God's ways. Until one day, all my hopes and dreams were totally devastated. My husband was brutally murdered. Yes, he was stabbed to death. The time I was three months pregnant with my second daughter. It was the total eclipse of my life. I cannot find God in my situation. I found out that my faith was not strong enough to survive my tragedy. I even doubted that there is God. But glory to God, I have a prayerful parent. Yes, their prayers were like the hands of God that embraced me taken care of me and gently brought me back to my two feet. It is wonderful to have a God-fearing parents. Children, love and value your parents. Parents, don't give up praying for, for your children, no matter how things look like. Because it is amazing how, God, how prayer works. Recovery from traumatic experience was not easy. I live in pain, hatred, unbelief, distrust, and hopelessness. Things became more harder and difficult for me. I cannot work having newly born baby. There is no food on the table like we eat our lunch and I don't know when would be our next meal. Until I was tired and sick of being tired and helpless. Have you been in that kind of situation? Being sick and tired of being sick and helpless. It was then that I started to really pray as in serious prayer. I seek for God's help. Time will come, we, 
we will get into the end of everything, like we did everything on our own way. I give God everything, all my fears, my frustrations, and the uncertainties of future. I started to read my Bible like never before. Like a newborn babes that always hunger for milk. If you want to hear from God, read your Bible. The language of God is in the scriptures. He speaks to us audibly and leads us clearly. Confusion is not from God. Rather, He is our peace. Amen. My new life, my purpose and destiny started with Jesus. I started to have a personal relationship with Him. Whenever I learn new things from the scripture, I try to obey them. Even if it hurts sometimes, it is not easy to live a Christian life, I know. I've been there even now. Like, for example, the subject of forgiveness. Why should I forgive a man that is so heartless and so evil to kill the father of my children? I can't understand. But uh, it is written in Matthew 6:14 to 15. That we should forgive. We should forgive. So God will forgive us also. Indeed, we cannot do this apart from God. We need the help of the Holy Spirit, like Pastora Claudia's preaching last Sunday. Jesus is the true vine, and we are the, bran the branches. A branch cannot survive without being connected to the vine. The same thing with us. If we are disconnected with Jesus, we cannot do anything good in our lives, just like the testimony of uh, my brother. So every good thing comes from God. In Him, I found my purpose in life, my disaster became my testimony. My failures became my victory in life. Brothers and sisters, I testify to you today. I stand in front of you, testifying that God's words and promises are true and trustworthy. If God did it to me as a village girl, He will do it to you as well. Amen? Yes. No matter how negative your situation is, keep believing. Don't be afraid to step out in faith. If you want to draw a smile on the face of God, have faith. Amen. Like me, I have to overcome my fear of what people think about me. You know, it's not easy to stand behind this pulpit and see the most beautiful and handsome men and women in this church. Yes. 
If there is the most beautiful place that I could ever be, it is in the church. Amen. So I believe God has given us a stories to tell that must be heard all over the world to encourage and bring hope. If God did it to me, He will do it to you also. Like me, you are a person in the making, still under construction. No one is perfect. It's only Jesus. No matter how impossible situations you are in now, abide in His words and keep believing. God's plan and purpose will come to pass. No matter how bad your situation is, it is on its way. Never give up. Never give up. Continue to do what you believe God wants you to do, especially in this church. You will grow in this church. I grew up in the church. No one can grow by himself. You are called to this church to grow. Promotion comes from God as big things begins from the small things. It is only God can turn your miseries into a message. Again, my brothers and sisters, like what it says in our scripture, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. This is the plan of God, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Even if it, in the beginning of my testimony, it was like, how come that this God could allow this tragedy in such a person like me? But you know, my dear brothers and sisters, as the scripture says, God's plan for us is to prosper us and not to harm us. Plans to give us hope and future. Restorations take time. Don't be dismayed. God will complete every good thing He began in us. And expect more miracles. Brothers and sisters, this is my life. And I praise God for this. Amen.